Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Blank Slate. Thanks for pushing play. This is one half of your hosts here, Rich Camelucci, and uh, on the other side of Skype, over the uh, the bandwidth and the the fan width and the jam width. I don't give a fuck. I'm saying all those. Chris Mullen in Orlando, Florida. How you doing, brother? It's good. It's uh, it's been a minute since we've done this, and I'm disappointed you didn't go with the man width. That's we are. We're the we're the two we're the two man the two man width. Nope, you were right. <laughs> <laughs> you were right. Um. So I'm not gonna do a a, a fake podcast ending because. That's already done enough between Married with Movies and RJ Hates Rap. RJ Hates Rap, yeah. It's uh, the it's the go to gimmick. I'm proud, I think, in like three hundred episodes of Pop Twelve. I don't think we've ever done that before. Um I don't know, but it's maybe bordering on too done. Oh, no, that's that's why I I like I, that's why I make fun of Sam for doing it all the time. It's like yeah. she's the go to person to do it. You and then, you called her out. I think the last time you guys did it, yeah. and I maybe pumped my fist on the train. Yeah, I was like, just stop it. And then, of course, this past week when she realized that coming to America was a totally out of banjo story, I was like, well, we really should end it here because there's not going to be anything better than that. Yeah, the only time we did it on Podswoggle, uh, we joked and then actually did it. <laughs> that sounds like us. Oh, we're great. Yeah, you remember which one that was, right? Of course. Yeah, exactly. Of course. Um, so, as you can probably tell, uh, we kind of <laughs> came into this episode mostly just wanting to catch up. Like, nothing really specific planned to talk about. And I know what, an, something it, I totally could talk about is fucking Ghostbusters getting good reviews, bitches. It was on my list. Uh, it, it's It's been too long since we've had a blank slate. And with the last blank slate I think we did have was just an hour of reading how bad person Kobe Bryant is. Um <laughs> So it, it Which was time. I want to do more of those too. Not necessarily yes. Kobe, but more table hey, read depositions I'm or down. interviews or what have you. I am totally down. But we need to catch up on each other's lives, and when we do so, we we record it here. So it's it's and we're, there's going to be another episode. I don't know which one. Excuse me. I don't know which one you're going to air first. Probably this one because we're recording it first, um, or however you see fit. But. Uh, we're also going to be speaking with uh, our good friend and unofficial third host of the Blank Slate, Tony Colt, to talk some hoops. So uh, if, if hoops talk is what you want, not this episode, the other episode. This episode is everything else. Um, well, last time we recorded Blank Slate, uh, w- were you and your wife with child or or I have you yet to tell us? I think so. I don't think I told you yet. Right. But you guys were... Yes, yeah. we we found out in like the beginning to middle of March, I think, and then we waited. Yeah, because the first trimester would have been March, April. Yeah, we told you guys around like the beginning of May. I May. Think it was. Yeah. So yeah. So yes, uh, it's been a secret on this show. So if you just listen to Blank Slate, number one, you have a really weird habit of listening to arcade audio shows, and number two. <laughs> Uh, I am expecting my first child, who at this point has now been officially 
announced as a baby girl, which uh, we are very excited about. Uh, it's not something I want to shove down people's throats because I'm not one of those people. Um, so, because I'm already, I already know you already told me way back when that when I do have a child, if I if my Facebook just becomes hundreds of photos of my baby, you're going to defriend me on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, we're done. And we're done. And we, and, and we kind of need to use that to do everything that we do. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's an awesome, great, terrifying uh, experience. Um. I look forward to uh, the podcast evolving uh, to married with movies with children, yeah, with child, well, and we have uh, David Faustino on every show. Yeah, because um, <laughs> no, he's, he's the one I can get. Yeah, um, well, no, that's that's why the the podcast changes, not because of the kid, but because no, of David yeah. Faustino. You add him. Big announcement. <laughs> our Kennedy, we signed our first celeb, David Faustino. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Um, we have our had our first full blown ultrasound where we found out the, the sex of the baby. Um, photos were like you, you always see in movies, like you know, like the photos, and it's like a really sweet moment. It was like it was a beautiful moment. But there's like two or three shots because of course it's my child, so it wasn't cooperating. It was like laying on its stomach, um, and it was like turning over as the ultrasound was going on. There's one that the baby looks like a terrifying fucking baby doll. Like right down to the eye, and I'm just like, that that ain't my kid. <laughs> like, that ain't my baby in there. That thing's weird looking. Um, <laughs> we get another one in a couple weeks. Uh, myself and uh, they've been guests of ours on Married with Movies because they're also married, and they also are ex- expecting a child, Steve and Laura Real, um, who I can go ahead and tell you um, and everyone else. I haven't told anyone else yet because they haven't officially announced it on Facebook yet. But I can, they said it's fine to tell you guys they are having a boy. Oh boy! Uh, so, are we shipping these kids already? Uh, I've already offered Steve three goats, and as <laughs> considering it. Um. And also, everybody predicted it in like our families. Everyone's like, "Oh, yeah, you guys are gonna have a boy, and you guys are gonna have a girl." And I'm like, "Why were these? Why was I not put in on this chain?" I mean, I'm happy nonetheless, but I thought it was the opposite. Um, <laughs> we went to Babies R Us and registered on Saturday. Uh, man. Oh, Sunday. I'm sorry. Uh, man, you haven't lived till you've been inside Babies R Us for four hours. It was. There's a lot of car seats and strollers and nipples and there's a lot out there, man. Well, it's like when we were walking through the store, like registering for stuff. Like Sam and Laura were like, "Oh, yeah, you gotta you gotta scan these. These are um these are uh, cart covers. So when like the baby is like riding in a supermarket, you put it over the section. I'm like. For like eight years, I rode in a cart with nasty germs and boogers and feces and everything else on it. I didn't know cover on the fucking shopping cart. Yeah, like, what no. the fuck is this bullshit? It's- Steve and I are both the same way. We're like, uh, like our parents grew up in the 40s and 50s, and they're fully functioning human beings, and they didn't have baby on board signs and 17 different angled baby bottle nipples. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to take the uh, what-do-you-need approach to my child. Like, I don't even care if it can respond yet or not, but that's what the relationship will be. What do you need? And it's going to shit in its diaper. It's like, okay, well, in your diaper. I All appreciate right. the answer. There you go. See? Honesty. Yeah. But stuff's going, stuff is going good. Sam is dealing with it very well. Um, she's getting big already. Her belly button's getting weird, which is my favorite part because it's just funny. Um, 
Yes, it's good. It's good. That's if you want to hear more every week on Married Movies. If you don't listen to Married Movies, uh, we have a little segment that just uh, it's called "How You Doing" because we've checked to make sure that Sam's doing okay every week on the show, and that's where you can get your little baby mullet updates. There's now being known as Little Miss Mullet. I didn't come up with that unfortunately, but I wish I did. God damn it! I know, right? Uh, so yeah. Baby stuff is good. How's your kid going? You don't know about it yet, but how's it going? Oh, man. He's like eight. <laughs> oh, we did have that joke. Whose kid was that in college? We're like, you let your kid. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> It'd be great right now if you're just like, no, yeah, seriously, that's my kid. <laughs> uh, no. They actually just had their, uh, the class of 06 just had their... They actually ended up having a high school reunion. Oh, so good. There's, yeah, there were some pictures being posted and whatnot. And, um, yeah, not not sad that uh, 05 didn't have one. Eh. Well, it would have been, been nice to see <laughs> again. Boy. Do I have to send you, do I have to send you the bleep? <laughs> I, I, I can take care of that myself. Okay, good. Well, no, I mean, no, I, I mean, I know you're going to masturbate here in your name, but what I, I can do take care of that myself as well. <laughs> Just take, hey man, I'm looking out for you, all right? Yeah, and you're, yeah, you're in this bed too, all right? So you know, you can come back in any moment. I, I don't, I know, I know where I'm at. <laughs> I know, I know, you know where you're at. Do you know where <laughs> it's probably because you're on a registry? Will you stop it? <laughs> I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> that was our. Oh, I can't make that reference. Fuck. Okay, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, so but I, I guess that now that's our cue to stop talking about our personal lives. Unless you have anything pressing you want to discuss that's been happening with you. No, my personal life is everything that we're working on. Um, All right, so you already brought it up. Let's talk Ghostbusters, man. Uh, I mean... Here's the thing. I've been like pretty sealed off from it. I mean, I've, of course, I've seen the trailers, and you know, I know I've seen all the pictures and stuff, but I haven't had any experience with any of the um, actual like commercials. So I haven't been like inundated with you know because com- I don't have cable. Uh, so I haven't been just bombarded with you know commercials during the playoffs or anything like that, which all of apparently were very terrible. Oh my god, Ghostbusters commercials! I, I don't know why. So who's at the studio behind Ghostbusters? It's 20th Century Fox? Paramount. Paramount, Paramount. And so Param- Sony. Paramount and Sony. That uh, makes so much sense. Just, like, needed a bunch of money just in case. Fucking... The reviews are bad, and people, when we're recording this, we don't know what grosses are going to be like, obviously, because it's not out. So they they are going to all stops to make sure. So you saw the basketball ones, right? No, I didn't see any of them. Okay, so during the NBA Finals. Remember last year, those Pixels commercials? A little bit. Again, didn't have cable, so I didn't really get to see many of them. So, like, Anthony Davis killing centipede and donkey kong after every fucking commercial break like they're the first or last commercial for every fucking commercial break and it's like fucking drove me nuts there was two for ghostbusters one was kobe in his retirement being man and they said retirement was gonna be boring Shit. i did see that one <laughs> okay yeah yeah that that one that's not even the bad one the bad one is the Knicks one 
it's What's... mellow it's mellow and poor Zingus shooting around in the garden and then like ghosts interfere and like Spike is in the front row it's like that's not how you bust ghosts here in New York this is how you do it with legends and then like Walt Frazier's in the crowd and then like they all come down in Ghostbusters outfits and bust ghosts and then they leave and it's like oh my god I never wanted to see fucking Spike Lee as a Ghostbuster And then they had, I told you about the Papa John's one, which is even worse, because it's no. fucking Papa John is a Ghostbuster. Oh, God. And I think he gets, like, slimed with cheese or something. I don't fucking remember. I tried to block it out of my memory immediately. And then I just saw another one last night during Raw that was, like, the USA Universal team, you know, ain't afraid of no ghosts. And it's, like, Andy Cohen and fucking Todd Chrisley. Oh, God. And who was the other one? Like, either being, like, Todd Chrisley was being chased by Slimer, and then he fucked it. Uh, because <laughs> you know Slimer's a dude. Um, and like Andy Cohen, like in a ghost. It's like they. I've seen way too many people dressed like Ghostbusters. And should never, ever, 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 ever be near anything Ghostbusters related, let alone in the outfit. I'm so happy I've missed most of that. It's been really sad, and maddening on how like commercialized it's felt. Sure, and, and I really do feel like. Had there been a male Ghostbusters, I feel like maybe it still would have been the case because that's just how fucking Hollywood is, you know, mass-producing marketing for movies. But part of me feels like it's done because, again, who would all that name? It's a ton of dudes in Ghostbusters outfits. Not one of these commercials has featured, like, another woman busting ghosts. No. It's like, hey, let's just run and the guys can bust ghosts, too. And, hey, maybe see the movie. Here's, like, five seconds of it at the end. I think yeah. in the USA Universal one, Maria Menounos gets scared by a ghost, but she doesn't bust the ghost. That fucking sucks. That's really frustrating. That, like, yep. is... Oh, my God. It's just such a transparent... It's, oh, my God. I'm getting, like, infuriated just fucking... <laughs> just, I didn't like, realize until just right now. Trying to formulate out. the fucking thought in my head of just... Well, everyone was so mad that they were women, and the movie's already made, but how are we going to get this audience back? Basketball players. Yep. Pizza. <laughs> People love... I was shocked there was no Peyton Manning in a Ghostbusters outfit. Like, like jaw on the floor. <laughs> um, but that said... So we had discussed in a text, I don't remember on the podcast, on a previous podcast, uh, I personally, throughout any trailer or any commercial, have not, like, laughed or enjoyed any of it. Mm-hmm. And it was to the point where, like, you know, it's like the first trailer, okay, that's fine. The second trailer, eh, well, I wish there had been something. And then, like, the TV spots are happening where you see, like, an extra two seconds or, like, a new joke. And I'm just like, nah, that one's still not getting me. I started to get worried. I'm like, oh my god, this is going to really be like a Fantastic Four sized fucking catastrophe flop. There was a Reddit leak where like some guy said he got an early copy of it and ran through the plot, which a lot of people I didn't read that part, but from the comments people say that's kind of what they've seen being leaked, and he just shat all over the movie. It's like, it's the, like the most unfunny thing I've ever seen. I was like, oh my god, this is, I'm going to have to hold Rich's head for hours. And now reviews are coming through, and it's like, oh, no, we're good. It's it's good. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, everyone calm the fuck down. First of all, 
you could probably do the same thing with the original Ghostbusters yep. and have the same experience because most of the jokes were improvised, as is the case here. Right. Um, because just I forgot who it was I was listening to, but yeah, they they said the same that they they I mean it's Paul Feig, so they improvised a lot on the mm-hmm. set. Um, and and it's back to exactly what I said when we had this conversation originally. There's way too many funny people involved in the making of this of this movie for it to be in out and out disaster. Right. And 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 I feel I don't want to say I feel vindicated cuz that makes it sound like I've had some sort of like ownership in this and I don't want to be one of those douchebags that are going to say, "But my childhood is going to be ruined." Right. You fucking lived through three garbage Star Wars prequels and guess what? Everything's fine again. Your parents' divorce ruined your childhood, not Ghostbusters. Yeah, exactly. Your fucking priest touching you ruined your childhood, not the fucking four female Ghostbusters. Uh, check out episode 107, Spotlight. Okay, keep going. <laughs> uh, really funny episode of Our Father coming up this weekend as well. Yeah, um, all right. <laughs> cross promotion. Cross, cross promotion. There's, uh, there is a lot. You can edit this out. There's a lot of Sam and I, like using really bad child rape jokes <laughs> before and during Spotlight. It was just like, we shouldn't put this in the show. No, I'll keep this for us. Didn't stop me. Um, <clears throat> anyway, uh, uh, but yeah, so again, like that wouldn't fucking even surprise me if that's just fucking trolls being trolls to the nth degree. It's the most disliked trailer in YouTube history. The <laughs> internet as a collective voice cannot be fucking trusted for anything. If the internet's voice was, you know, uh, reflective of actual events, fucking Bernie Sanders would be the presumptive nominee right now, but he's not. And his vice president candidate would be like fucking Psy. The Gangnam Style dude? From... Three and a half years ago? Well, I mean, it's, it's still a billion people have watched that video. It's like the internet loves that video, so like that's what the internet means. I think I think a more and even then this reference is outdated, but I think a, uh, a more up to date reference would be the Chewbacca mask lady. Okay, that's fair. Yep, you're right. Should we do Ghostbusters too? By the way, you know it's been a very piss poor summer lineup, and I remember like because we would do this, like, either on air or, like, immediately after. Like, we would go through, like, the fucking release schedule. Like, oh, next year's fucking, like, sick. And, like, this year, like, we, I think we thought, like, oh, it's going to be great. And it really, really hasn't been much of anything. Like, there's been a lot. I just flat out just been like, no, nah, I can totally wait or I can live without. There's been, I'll tell you what this has been a good summer for. Fucking art house films. Which is rare. Uh, it's It's like they saw... It's like A24 saw how bad the summer was going to be and said, let's fucking do this. <laughs> what all have you seen? What? And are there any of them that you've specifically seen? Or are you just talking about like the buzz and... No, I've seen... Uh, I've, uh, I've seen... I mean, just between Hunt of the Wilder People, um, 
fucking Swiss Army Man. I've seen you saw Swiss Army Man? Oh, yeah, I saw Swiss Army Man. It is... Okay. All right. I'm so happy I'm talking about this with you. <laughs> I mean, we have... We need two people to talk about it, you and I. It is the... I, I said this to Robert um, when we, we recorded Picked Up. I wish there was a word I can use that combines weird and dope. Like, that movie is straight wope. Fucking... Uh, man. It's a fucking fart house film. It's 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 a whole new genre, man. It's fart house. Do you know anything about the movie? Yeah, I'm 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 familiar with the, the premise of the movie. Do you know the, the extent uh, that the, that farts play in the movie? Yeah, no, it's how they get around, and the his boner is a compass, right? Yeah, it's so. Um, I was listening to an article with Paul Dan, or listening to an interview with Paul Dana recently. Um, and spoiler he, alert: his boner is a compass. <laughs> yeah, say that sentence. Go on. Uh, and he said that the uh, filmmakers, the directors, um, when they were pitching the movie to him to get him to be in it, uh, described it. Uh, they said that they wanted to make a movie uh, where at the beginning of the movie, the farts make you laugh. And at the end of the movie, the farts make you cry. I mean, that, that right there, we fucked up because that's what we should have been doing for the moment you and I Exactly. That's... I, I, it made me think of you just immediately, and it, it made me... <laughs> I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so go check it out. Fucking Radcliffe is great in that movie. Like he's really, really good in that movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've, I've been interested in seeing it. Uh, but I've also, me, oh, I've also wanted to see the lobster as well because there's a lot of buzz so about that. We haven't gotten it here. Um, even like. Tentpole stuff like like in the summer, like I don't see as many movies as we used to, obviously. But in the summer, Sam and I were normally really good at making sure like we got everything. And like X Men Apocalypse didn't see it. Fucking uh, Independence Two, Independence Day Two, still haven't seen it. We didn't see the first Ninja Turtles. Are supposed to see it, still haven't seen it. So now I'm not going to see it out of the shadows. That's um, pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I want to. Like, I want to. Uh, Neighbors too. Like, didn't see it. Like, stuff like that. Like, movies that we've even liked. Just never got a chance to see. The only fucking stuff I've seen has been uh, Finding Dory, which was cute. It was fine, you know? Gotta get used to that. Um, it's not my favorite. It's not my favorite Pixar movie. So, like, but I knew it was going to be good. Like, it's not going to be fucking Cars. Yeah. Um, and Civil War. I think that's literally it. And then Jungle Book, but Jungle Book technically doesn't count. Same thing with Zootopia. Like we saw all those like before, like the Rush. Yeah. But those were all like early May and shit. Yeah, we're gonna try this weekend to go see something. She really wants to see Secret Life of Pets, and I've heard it's I've heard it's good. Um, I wanted to see Central Intelligence till Augie shit all over it on our last podcast. I heard it's. Everything I've heard is actually pretty contrary to what Augie said. I heard that yeah. the movie actually. Um, passes by on the chemistry that The Rock and Kevin Hart have. As it fucking should. Uh, that said, you could probably just watch uh, press junket interviews with them and get the same experience. True. 
Well, I don't. I, I think we're gonna pay for Secret Life of Pets and then just sneak into Central Intelligence afterwards. So it's not like I'm gonna give it money. But um, that's about it. And then the only thing that's left is Ghostbusters and then um, Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. Yeah. Um, and Star Trek, but I haven't heard like anything about Star Trek. I'm not a Born guy, so I haven't seen any of the Borns. It, uh, the trailer, the, all the commercials look good, but yeah, I'm not gonna see without having seen the previous three. And um, I. I saw the trailer for this on Finding Dory, and I saw the first uh, commercial spot today, and I have to discuss it, and with you particularly. Have you seen anything about Nine Lives? I have no idea what this is. So this is, it's coming out the same weekend as Suicide Squad. It's coming out on August 5th. It is, uh, I'm going I'm to read you, I'm going to give you the cast. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you this. So the actors in the movie, Kevin Spacey, Jennifer Garner, Cheryl Hines, Christopher Walken. The director is Barry Sonnenfeld. This is a PG talking cat movie where Kevin Spacey is a bad person and gets turned into a cat. This looks like the worst movie of all time. So it's like the the shaggy dog, but he's a cat? Right, but it's Kevin Spacey. It's not Tim Allen, you know, the guy that went, it's two-time Academy Award winner, Kevin Spacey. And... I mean, you know, cats are known to chew up a lot, and Kevin Spacey does pretty much nothing but chew up scenery these days. And his boyfriend, am I right? hey no. <laughs> Wow. I just, I don't know. Actually, I think I do remember seeing something about this, like, months ago. It looks... I remember something about Kevin Spacey being a cat. <laughs> I don't know if that was just a fucking weird dream. It's a weird ass dream. Maybe he was in Cats. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm also, I'm pretty sure I made him out. uh, Did I make him out correctly? No, I thought Brown and Ralph was in it. But it's just some other guy. I know it's Mark Consuelos. You know, Kelly Ripa's husband. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Duh. Uh, This. Oh, my God. I just had to point this out. But, um... Yeah, that's the, that's how the summer is going to end. Oh, and Sausage Party, which I am interested in, Sausage Party. Oh yeah, I haven't seen any um any trailers for that or anything, but the, the, they're both good, and they had a really good um a really good uh, bit during this year's Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition, where like every commercial they do oh. like a grills kills PSA. Yeah, which it's like the time to congratulate Joey Chestnut, aka America, not the. The guy that he beat wasn't also American, but the title is... No, he's, he's a national treasure. Yeah, he's he is a god, and I can't wait till they put him in the in Cooperstown. I know it's for baseball, but put him in Cooperstown. Yeah, no one else is going to get anymore. Don't, don't specify it. Don't the, the baseball eating doesn't anything. Put him in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> the Hall of Fame. That's a good concept. We should make the Hall of Fame of what? Just the Hall of Fame. Just everything. Just fucking all-time, all-timers. Yep. Just the best of the best of the best, sir. Put him in the men in black. Make Joey Chestnut Agent J again, but make him actual agent. Make make him Agent C. No, he'd be J for for Jaws. He's in Jaws. There you go. Yeah. And instead of, like, a fucking neuralizer, he just fucking eats people. What if Joey Chestnut is an alien? Ooh. Now, if anybody is, it's Kobayashi. Like, Joey Chestnut has that, like, 
weird American build where it's like, okay, yeah, he's he can eat a lot. Yeah. Kobayashi is just straight. Which I, I feel bad for Kobayashi because now, like every year, every year, despite the fact that I watch the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Competition live. Uh, I go back and I read the article because for the past several years they've had to like detail in the article what Kobayashi does at the time, and every year he like goes and eats hot dogs off the top of a building at the same time. Yeah, um, and like he's not in the article anymore. So like, did he quit? Did he give up? Or is he just not? Like, I think I heard that this year he uh, he like tried to stage his own competition. He does it every year, but like with actual like competitors. Uh, okay. Yeah. Which is very just ill-advised. I, he just, man, it's it's sad, but it sounds he's like he just kind of went off the, the deep end, as, you know? He's a shoeless Joe Jackson of competitive eating. <laughs> just disgraced. It sucks. Uh, it was really funny this year, because normally I watch it while Sam takes a nap. Because <laughs> she just refuses to watch it. Uh, this year we were over at Steve's house, and we had like an actual like, group of people. And by the time the event was over, it was just Steve and I in the room. Like, no one could sit there and watch it. I don't know fucking why not. Like, because it's... It, 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 because they're, they're not American. Like, that's all it is. Like, the, I mean, the fucking yeah. announcer is the best. Nothing like Eric Badland's Booker coming out and rapping and wasting all of his energy <laughs> not being able to eat fucking hot dogs. Hey, he's a showman, and I can relate to that. Sure. As as the only person between the two of us that ever wrapped into a burrito during an eating contest, I, I agree. <laughs> um, and and I'll tell you what, right now, put those people on a list. <laughs> it's true. What the fuck are they doing? Yeah, on Americans. On a fucking Americans. Um, all right, so we covered movies. Um, you know, I was actually. Um, just about to, to think about this when you uh, brought up Sausage Party. It's surprising that it's taken this long since, what, South Park? That there's been an adult animated full-length feature film? I think because just they don't do well. Well, but in the time since then, like, what has there been since... The South Park movie. There's been like PG. So they had like eight crazy nights. Um, they've been like PG thirteen, but never. But R-rated. since since a, like actual adult animated comedies have really taken flight. I mean, we're in such a boom period for those now. Like they're basically there's as many quality animated shows for for you know, adult-aged people as there are fucking prestige television shows. Uh, and it, it's just surprising that there hasn't been uh, an attempt to cash in on those from studios uh, in the form of movies. We'll see. I mean, it's... I think it's because of the rating system, and I think a lot of it has to do, like, you can do all these adult television shows on television, yeah. but when are, when are they airing, and when are... And who is really seeing them? Where you know you can avoid. I mean, they're they're kind of everywhere though. They're everywhere from Adult Swim to Fox to fucking uh, to Netflix. You so know, you say like, adult comedies like a lot, like a, so those skew, those skew adult, but fucking you can't pass like a fucking Toy Store or a fucking like Crane Machine without seeing like fucking Family Guy shit in there. It it, it blurs a line between like really being adult. And really being, you know, kind of just generally accepted. 
the sausage party is a fucking going to be a hard R fucking movie. It's I think it's a different shade. Sure, I'm just it's been what South Park was 99, so 17 years since there's been. I mean, I guess you could say like you know the Simpsons movie. Um. But aside from that, it's just it's just surprising as all. No, it I is. Mean, it, it is. I mean, you know, like the the one natural obstacle is how do you market it? But I mean, you know, sausage party. It's being marketed. Well, but, We're talking yeah, but, about uh, it. But already look at like I don't know if you saw the story that somebody accidentally put a sausage party trailer, the R, the red band trailer, on fucking Finding Dory. Yeah, I did see that. That's it's the whole a- reason why there's fucking red band trailers. Yeah, there's, I feel like, a liability, like, studios feel a liability because, like, it's, A, they, they in the his, in the history of adult, like, R-rated animated films, they don't do well, they don't make a lot of money. And, B, there's such, like, pressure and scrutiny because immediately they're going to be deemed as, like, oh, you're marketing this for kids because it's animated and you have to, like, jump through so many fucking hoops through, like, the press and people's perceptions that so it's that's, not that second worth part. the fucking hassle. That second part, how has has TV animated comedies uh, uh, broken through that? Because they don't they don't advertise those when kids are watching television. Well, no, but but what you said there for that second part was that just for the sheer fact that they're animated, they're going to get that scrutiny without any marketing or anything. How has television adult animated comedies? broken through that to where they don't get that anymore because it's cheaper and they, they, there's more there's less of a risk i feel like there's but there's how do less... they not get that scrutiny though from like well they, i'm sure they still do it's just not as if it's still the television versus movie perception i feel like yeah like if, if an hour and a half movie like like kids sneak into it and like it ruins their lives it's easier than like a, it's worse than a 22 minute fucking television show that you know hmm. it's just it's just unfortunately the weird dichotomy and it still is the case where you still have people complaining about you know family guy and all these other shows but look at what time they're on and the argument is well they shouldn't be watching it anyway so shut up you know whereas you can go see sausage party at one o'clock in the afternoon yeah um i don't agree with it i'm just you know no yeah i just i was just curious what you what your thoughts were on that um on why uh but i kept bringing that up for Sausage Party to bring up to segue into television I'm curious Robert uh, Robert and I haven't haven't watched a single episode of this yet but have you watched Preacher at all? I didn't Uh, I think I was out of town the first week that it aired and I just forgot about it and by the time I remembered it was like episode 3 or 4 I'm sure I could catch up just like that same thing with Mr. Robot with it restarting I just have been so fucking busy I haven't had the time to set it up to record same here. Um, I haven't had a chance to watch it at all. Apparently, it's fucking great. Yeah, um, it's, it's, and it's really the reason I segued from Sausage Party to that is because Rogan and Goldberg Rogan. Uh, yeah. are the uh, producers behind it. Right. Yeah, everyone, by all accounts, it's supposed to be really good, and I'm interested in seeing it. I just just never got around to it. But that's one thing AMC is good at, is that I know that they will play it from beginning to end, before the next season starts. True. And it'll probably be on Netflix as well. True. Very true. Um, besides that for TV, I mean, it's been a pretty 
for me at least, weak summer, which is good because of how busy it's been. The only two things I've been digging on are, or have dug on, I guess, because one's already done, um, and one's still going, but I, you're never going to tell me that I, I'm not going to watch BattleBots. I'm sorry. Uh, it's just... It, look, it's perfect summer television. It's just... I can sit back and watch shit get destroyed, and it's wonderful. Um, the other thing is, did you watch OJ Made in America? No. I was uh, waiting until the series was completed before I looked it it's up. It's been done. It was done like within the first week. They aired... Yeah, like, and then I got busy. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't mean it to be like like that. I just thought you like I, the way you said it. I thought you, you thought it was still going on. No, no, no. I just, I just had the same problem that you have, and and yeah, it just oh. hasn't happened. Bro, I know, I know. Uh, it is everything everybody has said it is, and more. It is a pantheon documentary. Who'd have thought 2016 would be the fucking summer of OJ again? The year, <laughs> the year of OJ, man. The year of OJ. You know he's in prison right now, just like smoking a cigarette that was probably up somebody's butt. Just, <laughs> just, just motherfucker. Uh, I'm back. Because he's up for parole, I think, next year too. Which, of course, like he's going to get, and we're going to have to go through all of it all over again. And I'm excited. <laughs> It's it, it is so damn good, and there's so much. It, it is exactly the kind of thing that needs to be like out right now, because um, it. But that said, uh, I could see like he gets parole, and like next summer, fucking like Fox tries to take advantage of it like too late, and they actually like get a get like a summer game show. Where it's it's OJ every week going through a different obstacle course, trying to get, uh, get his Heisman back. <laughs> you were gonna say go through an obstacle course, and at the end they told him the real killer is there, and at the end it's just like a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> like God damn it, they got me again. Oh well, I'll be back next week. <laughs> it's... No, yours is better. <laughs> no. I... <laughs> Well, because when you watch part five and you see, like, why he's in jail and, like, for all this stuff, I'm just like, oh, you know, again, I, I it's the thing that fucking sucks by the end of part five. Like, you feel bad for OJ, like, in the tiniest bit. And it's like, what's going on? It's the same thing with fucking the people versus OJs at the very end when he's standing outside, like, looking at the bust of himself. It's like, well, OJ. I'm like, wait a minute. He brutally murdered two people. What's wrong with I mean, me? Like, when you when you compartmentalize it. Um, that is what OJ turns into is this really tragic fallen figure, like from someone who like not just had it all together, but had the world at his fingertips to just, just completely becoming like a shell of this human being that like can't string together two fucking sentences without sounding like a complete, just, just, just loon. Yeah. It's. The really telling part in part five, not to really spoil anything, but he's on Wendy Williams' radio show. And you can Oh my tell- god, that's bad enough. <laughs> I know, this was before she had her television, we had to slum it on radio. Um, and, like, you can tell that, like, she was vehemently against having him, like, somebody forced him on her show. Sure. And she, like, verbalizes it to his face on many occasions that 
she hates him and does not want to be there. But she just like says, like, you're so damn charming. <laughs> it's like I can't help but not like you as you're sitting right here with me. One of my one of my favorite things is whenever Simmons has Al Michaels on the podcast and he just asks about OJ. Yep. <laughs> like I'll listen to OJ stories out of Al Michaels' mouth like for the rest of time. They're great. Uh, I've not seen that much any given. I saw the first episode of any given Wednesday, um, and since then I have not been able to see anything else besides like little clips online. Yeah, uh, I dig it. I like it. I do. Um, and and it's not a perfect show. It's it probably never, what is a perfect show, but it, like even Simmons has said, like give us ten episodes till we find out what we actually are. And the way Simmons is is that like I don't think it's ever going to be a perfect show because just the way that he is, like he's going to have little imperfections and just like his style and stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's the way that he is. But they're at least uh, in these first few episodes. I've only seen the first two, uh, but like at the very least, they're creating moments. Like obviously in the first one, ton of really great moments. Ben Affleck almost got me to fucking feel bad for Tom Brady. Ben Affleck got me to feel bad for his fucking bartender because he's gonna work fucking overtime for the next five years <laughs> fuck you tell him Tom tell him fuck you uh I cannot wait for the fall of Ben Affleck 2 that's a sequel I, I'm excited for fuck you man that was great it sounded it like he I haven't heard him like that it sounded like Kevin Smith wrote a fucking dialogue for him to go on that show it's true uh and then on the second episode, they have Malcolm Gladwell and Mark Cuban on the couch at the same time, and that's just fun. <laughs> oh, yeah, that I have to see. I've, I didn't see that. Yeah, because it's just like Gladwell just calling out Cuban like time and time again for like being a billionaire. And, like, they talk about, like, building stadiums and arenas and shit like that. And, like, Gladwell just fucking calls him out so many times. And Cuban does a really good job of talking around it. And it's a lot of fun. That I have to search out because uh, it's, <laughs> it's going to sound bad, but I'm a, I like Cuban more than Gladwell. So, <laughs> so I'm, excited to, <laughs> I'm excited to see how that, that how all that works. It's, um, it, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's anything else for TV? I mean, you're the TV guy. You have picked up, but. <sighs> no, dude, just been just, like, frustratingly busy. Um, yeah. Uh, I wasn't really interested in the uh, the latest HBO uh, series, like, limited run series, like, The Night Of, I think it's called. Uh, but apparently that's fucking amazing. I'm excited for Mr. Robot coming back. Um, They did a really interesting thing. It comes back this Wednesday. Right. As if Wednesdays weren't fucking busy enough. Um, Oh, dude, I know. And it's going to be a two episode, um, uh, and we'll wrap it up here soon. Um, It's going to be a two episode uh, premiere. And what they did was Monday night, or I think it may have been Sunday night. No. Whenever... It was like 45 minutes before uh, 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 the night of that HBO show. Um, it was like 45 minutes before that premiered. Uh, Mr. Robot just released its first episode, like online, like on YouTube. Oh, wow. Yeah. With like some like 
hacker links and shit like that because that's what the whole fucking show is about. It was like cool. really creative marketing, um, and and a great way to just kind of like generate buzz and. Like, yeah, it was very similar to a kind of like how fucking all albums are just surprise drops now. You never know when an album is coming out ahead of time. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that was kind of cool. I kind of fucking dug that. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, I was just excited to hear a unique way of of premiering a season. Absolutely. No, it's, I mean, anything beyond, especially with USA, because... God damn it, do they fucking make you hate all their shows because they start promoting them five months in advance. Yeah, that, but also, like, they're in a very unique opportunity with such a unique show for their network and their brand. Sure, but I mean, any anything outside the norm, especially yeah. for that show for them, because it is, like, their, like, one bit of legitimacy. And prestige. It is, it, prestige is the word I meant to say, yeah, it is, is awesome, so... Um, I mean, but aside from that, man, like so many fucking Netflix shows now that I haven't had a chance to get to. And there's just too much. There's just too much. And um, there's nothing for us to talk about. Like, that's what it's gotten to the point to where it's overloaded to the point where we can't get to fucking anything. And 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 so we talk about nothing. There's so much of something. There is nothing to talk about. It's a uh, it's an interesting problem. (laughs) It's it's a good problem. I'd rather it be like, oh man, like what can I find? But at the same time, we're like you and I just love to consume all of it and know everything, so that like when it's when you get behind on it, it it, it does suck. So, but, uh, and also it doesn't help because one thing we didn't talk about. I know we're running over, and I know we have to get Tony on the horn, but I'd be remiss if we didn't briefly, briefly, briefly talk about the time. Killing, soul-crushing Pokemon Go. Oh, um, it's it's uh, more advanced than uh, the phones that we have now. Um, <laughs> yep, it's doing a really cool thing, at least here in the city, of like everyone you walk by downtown by the yep. beach, like is playing it. Yep. And like literally yesterday Spencer and I like walked down Loyola Beach and there were at least like 50 fucking people just like standing around just fucking catching Pokémon, man. And it was a beautiful night and the water was 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 so nice and and it was and we were walking, we were outside and and it also Another super cool thing is again, I don't know how how this translates to being in a more sprawled out suburban uh, setting, but it leads you. I mean, you have to be careful and watch where it leads you to. But especially if you're like downtown, like and in the loop, uh, it leads you to some like really fucking cool gems that you didn't see really before, yep. and like certain architectural things that you didn't see really before. Yeah, it's that's been the same for me as like uh we have like our little uh like uh 
shopping center area, and there's like 15 Pokestops there, and I had to like stop at every parking spot to make sure I got everything yesterday. But like it's like we'll point out like one of the Pokestops is just like this really nice mural on the wall I've never noticed before, and it's like what? <laughs> is every is every church in your area a Pokestop? Because it is here in Orlando. <laughs> every fucking church is a Pokestop. Uh, maybe. I haven't really like noticed because there's like so many other Pokestops and things. It's fucking hilarious at work during the day to just take a look at the map. And I work in the Loop in Chicago, and just to see all the fucking lore modules that are just activated, just all around you. Yep. Yeah, it's been. Uh, I just and like all the stories. Like it. it I was never a Pokemon guy. I first got into Pokemon when we fucking played Pokemon Stadium when we were like twenty four years fucking yeah, old. I was very surprised to hear that you're actually you actually picked this up. And I I wasn't going to, and then when I was hanging out with Steve this weekend, and like I saw him do it, and saw like just how like mindless fun it is, and like yeah. there's nothing negative about it because it encourages you to exercise, to walk around and find things. It encourages you to fucking. Just relive your childhood. It encourages you to do so many like good Go things. See shit. Meet people. Meet people. Fucking interact. There's... Like it, it's it's harmless fun. Well, and unless like you're getting lured into like armed robberies, which people are doing. But yeah, <laughs> that's the exact opposite of which. But it's it's just fun, and like I've bonded with like people at work over it already so much, mm. and. Uh, and it's going to be like an addicting problem that probably is going to cause me to like rear end somebody or <laughs> like, well, yeah. Um, and the last thing I'll say about this is don't just don't fucking be surprised. If you didn't download this app, knowing what it can do without the assumption that you're just giving you everything that you are to Nintendo and Google, like then you're just a, a naive fool. Cause I, I, I signed up for it fully knowing that, I here you go. Here's all my information. Um, sell it, shove it up my butt, do whatever you're gonna do with it. Um, but at least I have my pocket monsters. Mm-hmm. And during this conversation, I caught an Abra. Oh damn! But yeah, I mean, uh, the reason I brought that up because at least it's better than Google just taking it. At least you're getting some fun out of it. Of course, yeah. It's that's exactly how I feel. And uh, yeah, it's there's nothing wrong. How many how many Pokemon have you caught? So I, I haven't really had a chance to really play that much. Also, just because my phone's older and it's and I'm on low data, and only my uh, my selfie facing cam works because my front facing cam hasn't worked since March. Do you still have your original iPhone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shouldn't it be time for you to upgrade? T-Mobile, dog. Nah. Yeah, you should be at two years. I'm. I have my phone. That's not uh, how our plan works. It's not uh, fucking across the board like that, man. Sorry. No, that's fine. Thanks for fucking bringing it up. <laughs> I didn't we gotta go. Um, thanks for listening to this episode <laughs> of the Blank Slate. Um, this is you how can... you do this gimmick, by the way. You pissed off and hurt. No, I'm fucking ending. It's not a joke. We're ending this. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play Music, uh, arcadeaudio.net to find this show and all the other shows. Subscribe to us so you don't miss an episode because this episode, this show isn't scheduled. Um, and follow us on Twitter, Blank Slate Pod. Shoot us an email, blankslatepodcast at gmail.com. And also, fucking, uh, we're on Facebook now. So hit us up on Facebook. Just search Blank, search blank Slate Podcast um, and make Mullet and I not the only two people that like the page. Not that I've 
told people about the page, but do that. Um, Mullet, do you have anything you want to plug? Uh, yeah, I'm registered at Babies R Us, as I said at the top of the show, so look me up. I would appreciate things for my child. I said I was going to throw it down people's throats, and now I'm asking people to buy me things. Uh, so it shows exactly what kind of person I am. No, uh, Meredith Movies, every single Friday on ArcadeAudio.net. Podswoggle, we got uh, episode 300, well, episode 299 of the podcast, the best of the worst and the stuff you never heard. I'm very excited about episode 300, first week of August. And um, yeah, all that cool, great stuff right there uh, leading up to Podslam in September. Um, awesome. Also, uh, at your host, Mullet, on Twitter, and same on Instagram. Yeah, but I've never actually put it I, in there. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I, I thought about doing it. Actually, tomorrow I should have my first Instagram post. Ooh, I'm excited. Yeah, I believe I will have it. Uh, maybe not because that shirt's dirty now. So next anyway. Week, Sorry. Um, yeah, sign up for Clamor and post uh, clips of your favorite moments from all your arcade audio favorite shows. Um, please leave us a review. Um we don't have anything to bribe you with, but um, just leave us a review because you like us. I mean, that's really the only reason you're actually listening to this show is because you, you like us. If you write a review on iTunes for the blank slate, I will see Robert Chuckins a beer. We always read the review. I will eat. Oh, boy. I'm trying to think of something that's not that bad. How about you eat a beer? I will freeze a beer and eat it. No, I will eat fucking... Tell me what I'll eat. (laughs) Clams. Oh, God, I hate clams. Sorry. Oh, finally a clam. Um... Also follow me on Twitter at Rich Cammy, uh, Rich Cammy Four on Instagram. Keep an eye out for uh, some more audiobooks in the next few months, um, as well as uh, PodSlam coming up in, on September twenty fourth here in Chicago, Illinois. Um, more information on that should be available at arcadeaudio.net slash PodSlam by now. Um, aside from that, we got to get on out of here. Record our next episode. Um, so for Chris Mullet, this is Rich Camalucci. Uh, with the uh, uh, blank slate has been filled. Ah, wrong. Catch us later. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.